Hello everyone, this is Rico. Oh, that was loud, I think. Hello, <laughs> this is Rico, and you're listening to Treks and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. This is a show 843. It is December 12th, 2021. Yeah, that was fast. I usually uh, make it go slower. Hang on a second. <laughs> like a piece of fuzz or something in my mouth. There is There's some good, good podcasting stuff. Sorry. All right. Um, I could redo this, but... Hey, you guys like it real, right? Let's let's keep it real. Anyway, this show this week uh, is going to be about uh, the plan is talk about virtual reality in in movies, basically TV a little bit, I think too, but mostly movies. I think it is. There, there's been several movies, many movies over the years that touch on like this idea of going into sort of um, alternate, you know, world. Usually it's related to computers and things. Obviously, Tron was a, was a big influence. But I'm going to talk about some more recent ones. Uh, I'm, I've always been into computers. So I, this this sort of subject came to me recently for a few reasons. But anyway, um, yeah, we'll, we'll hit on some of my favorites, some things that, um, that have been done that I think they did a good job with. Uh, there's just a lot uh, on this topic. So... I thought that would be fun, fun little subject for this week's podcast. And yeah, so that's going to be the main show or the main topic. And I'll talk about other stuff at the beginning. And of course, um, we've got a new Spider-Man movie coming out at the end of this week, right? Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I got my tickets for Friday and it's I, it's finally, finally we're going to get, a, a, you know, back to, you know, Oh, I don't know. Back to normal, but a big, a big holiday blockbuster kind of movie. Haven't had that in a, a well, we didn't have it last year, I guess. Because, yeah, we've. It's only been last year, really. Well, did we have something last holidays? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. I'll have to check while I play the opening theme to Treks and Sci-Fi. Which here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, I am back. Yeah, so yeah, last yeah last holiday year, Christmas time, the, the big movie I guess was Wonder Woman eighty four, which was a good movie. It was okay. I mean, I didn't think it was as good as the first one, but I, I enjoyed a good part of it. Um, but that most of us sat and watched at home, right? It was in theaters, uh, but it was available on, uh, at home. So yeah, that um, that was the biggie last Christmas time. I mean, this year we have. Um, a couple of biggies, at least. Uh, we have, of course, Spidey, the new No Way Home Spider-Man movie. We have uh, a new Matrix movie, which comes out right around Christmas, I think it is. And there seems like there's another one, too. Uh, well, West Side Story just came out. I do want to see that. I, I love the original. But, um, yeah, that just came out. 
And I think, like I said, I think there's something else I'm not thinking about. There was a couple things, but those, the, you know, Matrix and Spider-Man are the are the big ones in the in the theaters. Even though Matrix is going to be on HBO Max, I think simultaneously, uh, right? So uh, Spider-Man is not. You need to see Spider-Man in the theater, or it'll be on, I'm sure, Disney Plus in a few months uh, at some point. But um, Super excited to see that, like I said. So, all right, how's everybody doing? Hope everybody's good. It's a fairly early Sunday morning here in a cold Michigan. Uh, we had crazy winds yesterday here. Uh, the weather has been up and down. We've had a little bit of snow, but nothing that's lasted very long. And, you know, not a lot of accumulation of inches of snow or anything. We haven't had to shovel or snow blow anything, really. And then we've it's usually melted off. Like this week, it's supposed to be even almost 60 later in the week 50 or something a couple of days ago it was mid 40s i think today it's supposed to be even up to 45 and and, uh, and about the same or a little more tomorrow so i know even down south florida texas are getting even for them uh, it's even warmer than it typically is they're up in the like upper 80s in some places and you know uh, you guys better not be complaining about that that heat though <laughs> it's like just yeah i'll trade places with you any day of the week i'll trade places with you i'll even take your summer heat i don't care uh, i i would um you know we have family of course here my son and my two grandsons live about 15 20 minutes away um my younger son lives about 45 minutes away so as long as they're in this state we'll be in this state at least for most of the year Maybe we'll eventually become those people that, you know, well, when you can travel more, maybe we'll go down and visit some warmer places during the winter. I don't think we'll ever do that to home thing like people have. I, I just, it seems overly complicated. I like, I, I like complicated things, but I also like to keep my, you know, sort of life somewhat simple too. And it's just weird to me to have a whole other house, <clears throat> excuse me to have a whole other house somewhere that you're only in like half the year even or something like that <laughs> if i if i had someone like that i knew and trusted that i could that would be in the rest of the time in the house i would probably do it you know or feel more comfortable doing something like that but i um i just to have a house like with no one in it for for that length of time i know you can sub things out or whatever they call it and do a whatever, but you never know who, what kind of people you're going to have. I, I, you know, and the kind of stuff that I have, I mean, unless we had a very, a house like somewhere else, where it was just very, very, um, let's say simple where you just had basic furniture appliances, you know, a TV, but nothing like I have in my house with all these collectibles. I, I would never, uh, heck I, I could rent this place out for a week or two. And I, even coming back, I'd probably have a hard time if anybody is there something missing? Is one of my late one of my out of my twenty lightsabers? Is do I only have nineteen now? I, it would take me months to figure out if something was missing. Um, but anyway, I don't know. If I've got off into that tangent. I guess the weather. But um, you know, I don't mind uh, the milder weather in the winter that we're having. Obviously, here um, I've said before one of the greatest. One of the positives of COVID has been mostly working at home, and 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 the really it's helpful when we have bad weather you know I, I've had so many bad drives over the years when I was going to an office regularly you know every day of the week and with bad weather I mean I mean my la my job currently my la this this job 
uh, my most recent job, we'll call it, the, the it's been pretty flexible. If we if we definitely knew that there was going to be bad weather, I was working, I would stay at home. But sometimes things happen in the middle of the day. Weather comes up that you don't expect. Um, and I've had some really awful drives in that. So it is a, a lot less of a burden now to be able to be at home working when bad weather happens, you know, obviously. So, all right, let's get off onto some geeky topics. Let's get off. Let me talk about for maybe 10, 15 minutes of my usual rundown of what I've been watching. Um, I'll start with the most recent thing, and I'm going to talk about this or play a song from it, I think, at the very end of the podcast. But I, it really was cute and charming. I watched this new movie on Netflix last night called, um, uh, it's called Love Hard. Um and it's a comedy, romantic comedy set around Christmas. And Nina Dobrev, is that how you say her last name? Was She was in Vampire Diaries. She, she stars in it along with, um, I think his name is Jimmy Yang or Jimmy O. Yang or something. Why would he have an, I think it's maybe it's his middle name. He was on um, Silicon Valley. Uh, he's a Asian comedian, uh, really, really nice, funny guy. And uh, he's got some stuff up on YouTube. But he uh, he's the other lead in this movie. And it was very cute, very charming. I don't want to say too much about it. You can watch the trailer, but um, I watched that. Not really a geeky thing, but it's Christmas time, so we're, we're getting near Christmas. We're like two weeks away, so I thought I'd uh, mention that. By the way, um, let's do a couple of housekeeping things. I, I'm trying to generate and hoping to get some, some little Christmas holiday videos. You know, something like a minute or two long. Just say happy holidays. Maybe talk about what you're looking forward to in the new year. Um, maybe related to geeky things, what what movies or TV you're looking forward to. I mean, there's a lot coming. Um, and, and, yeah, so send those to treksf at gmail.com or just contact me. We can Dropbox it if it's a bigger file or whatever. But um, I put up a post on the Facebook group. I contacted my uh, my Patreon folks. If you want to Patreon support the show, that's over at uh, patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi so i'm hoping to put those together into a holiday vidcast i'll still do a holiday vidcast even if i don't get any entries but i've been trying to generate a little uh, interest to do something like that you know sit around the tree talk about whatever you'd like um but um yeah and i know not everybody celebrates christmas so totally understand that um all right so let's go back to what i've been watching um there's feel like I'm saying um a lot more than I usually do. I'm a longtime podcaster. I should have broken that habit. So the other things on TV, there's just a lot, a lot, right? Ah, so much. Okay, so Lost in Space is back. I've watched only the first, I think, two episodes of that. I'm trying to finish up season two of the Katie Sackhoff show, Another Life. I think I have, I think I only have two episodes of that left to watch. I'm not really, this season's been okay. I don't think it's been quite as good or interesting as season one. I still like it, and they're setting up kind of a bigger world, I think, now. So I'm hoping we get another season of the show because it seems like they're building a lot of stuff up, and they're not really moving towards a conclusion that I can tell. But but I've got two episodes left. Um, the uh, Still working or watching Wheel of Time. I didn't watch the most recent one. It comes out on Fridays, right, or maybe late Thursdays. They keep playing with that release time and date. I think about it as in Friday. 
it's it's okay. A lot of people really seem to like it a lot. Some people really are, are disappointed in the fact that it's making these changes from the books. I'm just basically middle of the road on it. I think it's okay. It isn't wowing me. I mean, it looks cool. The actors are good. But I don't know. There's just something about it that's not really grabbing me very hard, even though I have read the books. I, th- I think it's because... I mean, I loved the first books, as I've said before. It, it kind of, kind of, I stopped midway, book seven, I think it was. And I've said this before, but yeah, I mean, it's a good show. It's a solid show. I'm glad I'm watching it. I'm glad it's available. I, I, I still am concerned how, how they'll ever quite finish this thing. If, if you know, it, it's a big, big thing to try to do, right? I mean, there's 14 or 15 books total, so. So I'm watching that. Um, there's, uh, what else? Streaming. Uh, many, many things. Cowboy Bebop. Let's talk about that for a second. Oh, I'm so disappointed. You know, Netflix. Thanks, Netflix. I mean, you know, it's they announce, and it's only been out a few weeks. And I forget. I think the announcement just came out a couple of days ago. But they've already canceled the series. So it's only getting its one season. And, and there's probably a lot of people who haven't even watched it yet. And, and so now there's probably going to be a lot of people who won't ever watch it. But I think the show is a lot of fun. It has a very Firefly vibe to it. It's about space cowboys, these bounty hunter characters. It's, it's, um, there's an anime version, or the, you know that came first, of course. It was done back in the late 90s. That's also on Netflix. You can watch that. Uh, they've, they've really tried to match that a lot in terms of look, music, uh, even even just whole portions of what they did before, just kind of redoing it in live action. But I think the show is really fun and good, and I, I think uh, John Cho is is very good as Spike Spiegel, and it's just got a great cast. I, I'm I'm really disappointed because the I've always loved the whole Western space vibe blending uh every show really anything movie or tv that has ever been done i've done a whole podcast i think on that sci-fi and and westerns have a lot of similarities so it's it's really disappointing to me that it's already you know i don't know how netflix netflix makes these decisions you know they seem to throw out a new movie or series every five seconds but i think that's disappointing because i I think they put a lot into the show it shows and and i'm kind of sad about that um so yeah, I'm watching Arcane also on there. Uh, I've only gotten two episodes of that. Uh, so many things to watch. Uh, and yeah, I think I've also mentioned I'm watching Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol. That's over on Peacock. Got a couple episodes of that. I should be probably over the holiday break. I'm going to have a couple of weeks off at the end of the month. Try to wrap up some of these shows that I've that are nearly you know that I've almost finished and then start some new ones. We've got The Witcher coming out uh, Friday. I think it releases season two of that. Uh, so there, there's, yeah, there's a ton of a ton of things to see and watch on, on TV and, and that you know just just so much, so much, so much. <laughs> I, I think the last movie I saw, I talked about already a couple of weeks ago, I, the Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, that was the last, or at least movie out at the theater. Uh, the, so that's, yeah, I've seen that. So, yeah, lots of lots to see, lots to do, lots to watch. And uh, I've been playing with my arcade games. You know, I've, I've talked a little bit about doing that. I've got that new setup here in the basement. 
really enjoying the pinball, the virtual pinball game. Uh, I think I think it's just fun because everyone likes pinball pretty much. Uh, you know, Lynn, my wife, she's not into the video games that much, but she'll play pinball with me. So it's it's that's part of that. That's part of it, and I think they did a really good job on that machine too. And you can add tables and things. And as I said, I think I talked about it once that the nice thing about these virtual games, you know, that's just on a screen and it looks like the game, and you still got flippers and a ball and a and that pullback spring thingy, whatever it's called, to to launch the ball. But it's all on a uh, computer screen essentially, instead of having moving bumpers and parts and flippers that flip and all that mechanism. Uh, you know, the nice thing about all that is you don't really have to truthfully really worry about the mechanical part of it breaking down it would always be to me cool to have a real pinball machine uh, but unless it was in pristine condition or or was was had been gone over by an expert and repaired I always worry that those things will you know eventually have some issues or something like that so you've got to maintenance have a kind of a maintenance thing going for that so yeah whatever all right we're about 16 or 17 minutes into the show i think i'm gonna take a short break here and then we'll call we'll come back and talk about uh, kind of i call it more computer generated worlds i should really call it rather than virtual reality although that sort of applies too but we'll talk about some of the things that i've enjoyed over the years in this realm and and why this 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 idea of sort of losing yourself into a into a a world like that is kind of appealing and probably even more appealing <laughs> these days than ever before, right? So, all right, I'll be back in a moment and we'll get into um, we'll get into that topic. Hey, this is Larry Nimichek and I too survived the con of wrath. In fact, we're even making a movie about it. And you're listening to Rico on Treks and Sci-Fi. All right, I'm back. Obviously, I'm back, right? Why do I say I am back? <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'll just start talking. <laughs> All right, let's talk about virtual reality, VR movies. Uh, and there's a little bit of things on TV that have been done. There was a show, older show called, I think it was in the 90s, um, maybe late 90s. It was called VR5 uh, that I thought was pretty cool. Didn't have a very long life on, on TV, as <laughs> these things usually don't. But... Um, but there's been, uh, yeah, there's been a long-standing idea. Once we got into sort of the computer age, computer times, um, this idea of we all, you know, most people probably listening, I'm sure, computers and computer games have have basically when you're playing a computer game, a lot of the times you're, you know, you're in a virtual world, right? You're playing kind of, you're sitting there at your keyboard, your mouse, whatever. Uh, maybe you've gotten into VR headsets and that kind of stuff these days, but that's a fairly recent phenomenon. But the 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 idea is that you get transported into this this other world and you play a little character and you're whether you're playing like a shooting type of game like the Halo or or Call of Call of Duty Call of Duty. Uh, I, I was almost going to say Call to Duty. That's just so much call of duty i've ever played um call of duty but those kinds of games you know shooting things but then there's the whole other the the thing that i'm most familiar with are are the uh multiplayer games you know mmorpgs which is a mouthful right but the rpg type games like world of warcraft everquest uh lots of others over the years ton tons of those 
I still play, I played a little bit of it yesterday. I still play World of Warcraft and it's a fantasy based, you know, role playing game online. So when we got uh, this whole preamble a little bit is, is to set up like when, when computers became uh, a household thing, everybody having a computer, uh, these, these movies became much more, um, there are, there's a lot more of them. Right. And I would say, uh, you know, and don't, I always just give a, a cross section of things that I'm familiar with things that I've enjoyed, but there, are, I'm definitely not going to cover everything. And this is just to, you know, I just thought it was a fun subject and something because I'm, I'm a, a techie. I like computers. I've built pretty much every computer I've ever owned, uh, except for the laptop that only bought my own laptop a couple of years ago. I've never really needed one that much. <laughs> I'm a desktop kind of guy, uh, but um, so I, I'm very into technology, uh, and so these kinds of things have always some, somewhat fascinated me. And there are also a lot of uh, there's a lot of a sci-fi fantasy element to this whole thing, right? Because way back in the day, you, you know, a lot of people who are younger who are listening, but the dream, uh, you know, back in the day, and and even think about like the holodeck on on Star Trek: Next Generation, was to you would be able to create a virtual world for yourself, right? That you'd be able to actually walk and move through, and we're getting closer and closer to that. I mean, I have no doubts that in. 5, 10, 15, 20 years. You could even do it now, really, if you've got the money, but it's not quite, let's say, perfected, I think. But but there's going to be a point where homes are going to just have, like, you know, it'll probably start with one room that's just dedicated for this kind of stuff. Uh, you'll wear maybe some kind of gear. You'll go in there. Uh, and then eventually your whole house probably will be VR capable, where you'll be able to, like, make your living room look like you're on a beach and that kind of stuff. Um, that's, that's all totally doable, probably, you know, a little rough right now, but in five, 10, 15, 20 years, that's going to become what it is. We're going to, it's going to allow people to like, oh, I'd really love to be sitting on the beach reading a book right now. And your home will be, and I, and I'm, this is a bit of a tangent to what I'm talking about, but it's related, but you know, your home will, will trigger like all these screens that'll make it look like you're at the beach. So you'll have the visual. You'll hear things like, you know, waves and, and seagulls and, and, and stuff like that and wind even. And you'll and maybe there'll be little air jets that'll blow a little bit of a breeze through the room or something. So and smells even smell is super powerful. It's funny, the that movie that I watched last night, the Love Hard movie, there was the, the guy character. This isn't really a spoiler, but he's into candles and it, it's totally true. He, he has this, he says this, makes this uh, comment, he says this line in the movie that your sense of smell is, is really a, a huge memory trigger. You know, it's very, very um, powerful. Uh, you know, you're going into like good old, I can still ever remember what grandma's house would smell like kind of a thing. You know, and I don't mean that like it didn't smell bad. I just mean, you know, it smelled like grandma's house cookies usually you know there was always a lot of baking in that house but um the the point is smells and you could you could easily do all this and and create a much more uh make the sensory um uh whatever i'm trying to say what am i trying to say make it feel more real to your brain and to your body even vr headsets you get sound input you get visual input but that's it pretty much right 
and these other things are are, are really they're they're things that your brain expects, right? And and if they're not there, it always feels no matter how good it looks, it always feels just a little bit not you know quite what it is or what it, you know or the reality of it. But so let's go back. So probably and I've, I I'm not gonna some of these I'm gonna I'm gonna vary how much I talk about each of these things in each of the movies. Because some of these I've done whole podcasts on before, but again, I wanted to. I thought I thought doing a show about this kind of thing would be a fun thing to talk about, and uh, I'm always looking for kind of an overall subject to cover a range of of things. So, by far, probably the first thing most people would think about when you think about a VR type movie is is the original Tron, and then the Tron Legacy movie that they did, the sequel that came out years later. Both of those, and I've done a big Tron podcast. You can search for that. I, you know, I forget the number, but it was it was quite a while back. But, but um, the uh, that that idea of and, and you know the it's not a spoiler. That movie is is pretty old. The first one, so I mean, he gets pulled into a computer generated world, so his body physically, you know, is like digitized and put in there. Which isn't true for most of these. Some of these that they that happens, and I, and I'll talk about that. But um, in the original Tron and, and Tron Legacy, that kind of thing happens. He actually physically is in is in there. It isn't just a simulation, uh, an alternate you know computer generated world or whatever you know. And again, some of some of these are kind of like that. But um, but yeah, that is. Uh, uh, you know those those movies are, are are pretty groundbreaking when you think about it, and and the idea that they had to kind of visualize, hey, what would it be like to to <laughs> what would it be like to to be in a computer generated world? What would it look like? You know, circuitry and and you know what would a program look like or, or whatever? All that all that junk, and uh, it makes me kind of want to watch those movies again. Maybe I'll watch them over the holidays, but. Uh, yeah, so let's play. Um, I'm going to play some trailers as I talk about these. Let's play the. We'll go for the Tron Legacy trailer. Uh, I think they did. I think that movie's great. I, I really do, and I, I'm sure I. I know I said it on the podcast at the time, but I think it was a a good. There's always this worry these days when people make a like a sequel to a movie from a long time ago, right? You know, is is it worthy? Is it is is you know. I think everyone's thinking that with the Matrix, this new Matrix um, movie that's coming out, <laughs> you know, they're concerned like, oh, boy, going back to that, I, I, I don't even know. But uh, I think Tron Legacy, they did it. I, I think they did a great job. And, uh, you know, of course, a lot of improvements in computer technology had happened so they could use all that. And 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 really, I think um, I think it, it works well. It's oh, the other one that I was going to think of is the the Blade Runner uh, 2049 thing that they did, the sequel. I think that's another sequel that was done years and years later that that is a solid, solid movie. And and it, and it isn't like, in, you know, the, the, these are such classics when you, you take a, a, a classic movie like the original Blade Runner or the original Tron and then you try to do a follow-up, you know, like 20, 30 years later. That's a big, you know, like, oh, boy, I... I don't know if I want to do that because <laughs> you only feel like you can fail, right? That that's just such a hard hard act to follow. So anyway, here is a trailer to Tron Legacy. 
I promised you that if I ever got any information about your dad, I'd tell you first, right? I was Paige last night. Came from your dad's office at the arcade. So? So? The number's been disconnected for 20 years. Two nights before he disappeared, he came to my house. He said he was about to change everything. Science, medicine, religion. He wouldn't have left that, Sam. He wouldn't have left you. Alan, you're acting like I'm going to find him sitting there working. Just, hey, kiddo, lost track of time. Wouldn't that be something? All right, so there you go. There's a Tron Legacy trailer, you know, one of the first, well, the franchise Tron, uh, one of the earlier uh, VR-type, you know, ideas of a computer-generated world, getting sucked into it and all that. It's just uh, super cool. There is a lot of, um, has been a lot of talk, especially in the last few years, of doing a third Tron film, uh, Disney you know, this is a Disney franchise, and, you know, Disney pretty much <laughs> runs and rules the entertainment world. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking in a way, and this is just something, you know, popped into my head, and there's nothing that I online, maybe there is, but, you know, so anyway, they're talking about doing a follow-up to Legacy, the, the last movie with the actors and everything like that. That's ob obvious, although that movie came out 11 years ago now. So they better get, you know, let's do it. Let's just, you know, get it going. Anyway, the the other thing, though, that I think about with Disney Plus now is why not? A, they did an animated, um, what was the name of that? Uh, I can't remember the official name. Just search Tron TV series. There was an animated one that they did a few years ago that was really good, actually. Very solid, and I'm pretty sure it's on Disney Plus. Um, the What I was going to say, though, is why couldn't they do a live-action Tron TV show? I mean, considering how much is computer-generated, and if you've watched any of the behind-the-scenes making of stuff for Mandalorian, for example, you know, with these kind of stages with screens everywhere and the way they do that show, I mean, they could easily do... And, and uh, I mean, the budget would be high, but it, it's not like they have to actually film this in a soundstage. So there's there's... Easily they could do a live-action... Well, call it, you call it live action. I mean, the actors are live action. That's about it. But uh, live action television Tron show. I mean, that would be cool. I would love some kind of a VR type, um, 
a VR type of uh, TV show. There's a couple of properties here that I think you could do that with pretty, pretty easily, and, and certainly, uh, certainly Tron is probably the the biggest of those. That one's definitely possible. Um, all right, let's let's move on to one of the other obviously big big franchises, and it's fresh in my mind, of course, right now. Fresh, fresh in some. I've already mentioned it a few times. Is the Matrix right? We had three Matrix movies. They're doing a fourth one, and you know, here's a spoiler alert about the Matrix if you've never seen these movies. But you know, essentially, they they create a virtual world. These you know, alien thingies, whatever that have taken pretty much over the earth and, and made it a mess. Um, they've created this virtual world where they basically jack everybody into uh, into this fake world, the Matrix, right? And everything is kind of very, very, you know, mundane, I'll call it. it it's kind of, um, but, but you know, with the Neo, of course, the, the Keanu Reeves character can manipulate the, basically, essentially, I can't speak all of a sudden, blah, blah, blah. There's always a few times during the podcast that happens, but it also will happen when I get excited because I love this stuff. The, um, he can alter the program. He can kind of alter the matrix and control like when he's being, you know, attacked or shot at and eventually almost rewrite the, the whole thing. And there's a lot more, of course, to it than that. I'm not going to talk about the, these movies specifically because, one, I don't want to spoil them too much. Um, but that isn't really the purpose of this show. It's just kind of give a cross-section of what's out there and the different aspects to it and, and that. So, um, But, yeah, The Matrix is, is, is a great franchise. Another thing that I think they could easily do a, a television show to. Uh, uh, but then again, you know, people will say stuff like, Oh, you know, like the Star Wars, some of the Star Wars fans out there these days, kind of, even though Mandalorian's been fantastic, they've had some great animated shows. The Book of Boba Fett that's coming out, um, that's another cool thing that's very excited to see at the end of this month. I think it's the end of the month, or does it start on Christmas? I think it's the end of the month. Um, the but, but people will say you're diluting the franchise, you're diluting it. They say the same thing about Star Trek right now, where that we have... Discovery, we have Prodigy, you, you know, we have Lower Decks, and then and we have the Picard series, and then we're going to have Strange New Worlds, you know, there's it's mega Star Trek time. <laughs> it's really interesting to me as, as one of the things that started me on this podcast uh, path, uh, which was the lack of when Star Trek went off uh, the air, when Enterprise ended. And then we've got the movies, you know, that started up again in like 2009. You know, I started the show into the podcast in 2005. The movie started in 2009. Like, oh, Star Trek's back. And then, of course, when we've got Star Trek back on television, that was the big thing, you know, which only happened <clears throat> when did Discovery start? 2017, I think, right? So it's there is a little bit of uh i get people when they say there's a little bit of a concern that i have occasionally on too much of a good thing you know when we were only getting back in the glory days of of star wars you know with the original trilogy we got one movie uh and then another movie 3 years later and another movie 3 years those were 3 years they were spaced apart 3 years and i'm i'm kind of tangenting a lot but that's the way i talk sometimes and my brain works even when they did, when George Lucas did the prequels, those those movies were also three years apart, right? Yeah, tw let's see, nineteen ninety nine, right for the first one, I think, 
and then 2002 and then 2005, right? So three years apart for those. When they did the sequel movies, starting with The Force Awakens, those were only two years apart, 2015, 17, and 19, right? Uh, hard to believe it's been two years since the, the last one of those came out, The Rise of Skywalker, But um, which I, I, I like that movie a lot. So a lot of people are kind of like, eh, you know, whatever, but um, – a lot of, I mean, to me, the middle movie of that just got off on some strange areas, but I'm not here to talk about that stuff. But point is, and then we've we've had a lot of Star Wars series now, right? And we're going to have more and more. Um, but I think it's interesting how they're doing it. And to me, the best, oh, I forgot about talking about this, probably my favorite show right now, <laughs> which is crazy. I, I, I had it in my head to talk about, but this is my last bit of this tangent. I'm kind of, I really like the way Marvel is doing all this. They're doing these little short little series. They're only, what, mostly have been six episodes each, I think. Have they all been that? Loki and, and WandaVision and the, and the uh, Falcon show. I think they're all, and now we have the Hawkeye uh, show. They're, they're tangents to the, sh- the, the movies, right? They're, there's interconnections and, and, where some of the Star Wars things haven't been quite like that. I mean, it's there, but it's not as much of a direct thing uh, that uh, as, as some of the Marvel things have done. But anyway, everybody can do however they want to do it. I kind of wish Star Trek had a little thing like that going right now, really. I mean, there, there's still all these talk that we're going to get another Trek movie in two years now, I think. Not, not this summer, but the summer after. Or maybe it's been pushed to the end of 2023. I, I can't keep track of all the Star Trek movie announcement stuff. By the way, that that show, The Center Seat on the History Channel, really good. I'm really enjoying it, narrated by Gates McFadden. Um, check it out if you haven't yet. Um, it's been Friday nights, I think. Although they're doing a weird thing where the first few episodes were on. Well, I get, like, I have cable TV. I'm a dinosaur, yeah. And I have cable TV, and I was getting it the first few off, whatever the History Channel is that I get. But then I think you have to sign up for like History Channel Plus or something weird to get the rest of them. I don't know. I'm hoping that it'll all be released on a Blu-ray or something at some point. I'm not sure how how many episodes. The last one I watched was them talking basically about, uh, essentially about um, the trilogy of original uh, series movies, the, the Star Trek 2, II, 3, and 4. Uh, that was that episode that they were talking about. Those... All right, um, but anyway, that was a lot of tangent stuff uh, (laughs) really related to talking about doing maybe a TV version of some of these properties that I'm talking about on this this VR show. So, um, all right, so we talked about Matrix. We talked about Tron. Those are are the big kahunas, the ones that have sort of franchises. Um, Another one that's starting kind of a franchise thing is Jumanji. Um, That's that's much more recent, but I I, I think... um, it's very much um, part of this discussion, and and I think is 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 a, is a good franchise. A lot of fun, great cast. You know, The Rock. Uh, you know, is is always fun to watch. Karen Gillan's in it. You know, Jack Black, um, Kevin Hart. You know, it's it's just you know a lot of fun. Two movies of that series. I, I've enjoyed both. I, I haven't heard anything. I don't know if they're going to do a third one or not. I can't believe that they won't. I think they've done really good at the box office and I can't see them not doing, but that's the idea of that one again is much like Tron, you get actually literally get pulled into this virtual world. But the interesting thing about this one is 
you're not in there as your normal persona. You don't look, you know, like you're you, you get pulled into and you have an avatar character, right? And and I think it's really funny and, and fun to, because this is always a discussion in people who do gaming and stuff of the kind of character that they play, and you there I I. I I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but like, I like in World of Warcraft, you have kind of what's called, you know, the the, the alliance and the horde, and the horde are kind of the crazy. I wouldn't call them they're the the, the the bad side, but they're the orcs and, and and you know the trolls and the goblins and you know those, and then the, in the alliance side are the humans. You know, and there's a few other races in there too, which, you know, the elves of, and you know, and all that. But I'll just put it this way: I always, it's hard for me to play a bad guy in a, a game. <laughs> I have a hard time doing that. Uh, so I, I always my my persona, my avatars tend to be like me, uh, and you know, it, it was like when I was playing that. Um, I haven't played it in a long time. That Star Wars MMO uh, game um, with the Old Republic, right? And you could be like a, you know, you could be a a bad guy. You could be a Sith, you know. You could be a, a or a Jedi. And of course, I'm always playing a Jedi, pretty much. You know, I just it just is just me. So going back to Jumanji, I, I spun off there for a minute, but I think it's funny how the personalities of the characters in the real world, you know, what, what they're like when they're in Jumanji. I think it's fun. Uh, some of them are quite different than their normal um, uh, characters, and I think the, I think there's also something very appealing. I know people who do this. I don't, I don't do it very much. It seems maybe I should try more. But there's something kind of appealing of playing somebody in a game a situation or a virtual thing that is nothing like you are, right? Uh, you know, is completely different than the way you are in in reality. Uh, but and and even back when I used to game and play D and D around a, a you know a table and throw dice and that and I, I was doing that very regularly, it's 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 very hard to change your innate kind of personality. It really is. You have to be basically like an actor. I, I think it's very hard to go against your normal nature, even when you're playing these games. So, all right, let's play. Uh, let's play a Jumanji trailer. We'll play the. Let's play the. Let's play the first movie. We'll play the uh, first movie's trailer for Jumanji. I found something. You gotta check this out. He plays board games anymore. Yo, what's this? Manji. Pick a character and you're that person in the game. Bethany, you in? Then I'll spend my life staring at a TV screen. <sighs> Fine. Oh my god! Where's my hair? Where's the rest of me? Oh my god, we're in different people's bodies! Bethany, don't look at it! No! I'm an overweight middle-aged man. Wait a second. Where's my phone? Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I think we've become the avatars we chose. Welcome to Jumanji. This is a video game, which means we each have three lives. Come on, let's go. I'm Alex. Watch your step in here. So gnarly. We can help each other. We all have special skills. 
Weakness. None? I hate this game. Everybody else got good stuff. Weakness? Cake. Yes, cake is my weakness. You're a good weapons valet. What is that? I think it means you carry my weapons and give them to me when I tell you to. Don't let this new body get your butt whooped. Ow! Ow! What the hell? We have to work together. Oh! I think it's a staring contest. Who's good at staring and not blinking? I'm amazing at it. I like Kent even with this place. Welcome to the jungle! Back. Hell no! I'll carry you, come on! I would rather die. Get on my back! Nope, I'm going to die. Let me go! Who is this? Found cake. Cake? Isn't that your weakness? Something happening to me? Am I am I shaking? Am I still black? Yes. Okay, we're fine. Everything is fine. It's all good. Yeah, those are a lot of fun. Those both those movies. Welcome to the Jungle, Jumanji. The first one uh, was from 2017, and, and Jumanji: The Next Level, 2019. Of course, they they did a you know the original movie Jumanji uh, from 1995 with Robin Williams is also another great movie. Uh, there's of course talk because uh, the Jumanji movies, the recent ones. Uh, they made a ton of money, so there there is pl- there are plans to do another Jumanji movie with that group. I, it seems like it's, I think, I'm sure COVID doesn't help any of these things, but they were only two years apart, 2017, sorry, 2017 and 2019. And, and they do want to make another one, but there's no, not a lot of detail out there on it. I, I'm sure it'll probably happen in the next couple of years or so, I think, uh, I mean, The Rock's big next movie that's coming out in, I think it's, I'm not sure what time, and I know it's 20, it's coming out next year, uh, but Black Adam, uh, which is sort of a Shazam uh, follow-up, I guess, and there's another Shazam movie coming as well, but he's in that world, uh, and he's, um, that's the next one for The Rock. You know, all the people in those movies, uh, in in the Jumanji movies, are are super uh, popular and and very in demand actors. So to get all of them to find a hole in their schedules, not to mention I've, I'm hearing both with the Tron thing and, and Jumanji that it's it's taking them a long time to 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 kind of basically settle in on a on a script and and or you know like yeah we'll see. I'm sure it'll happen. Uh, just like I, I really think we'll get another Tron movie too. I th- I'm positive. I'm positive we'll get another Jumanji movie. I'm pretty sure we'll get another Tron movie, and we're obviously getting another Matrix film. There's a lot of. Uh, uh, let's get into more of the somewhat the secondary uh, a bit, and then I'm going to end on a couple of uh, high notes of, of fairly recent films that I really enjoyed a lot. But there's a lot of um, there's a lot of other smaller virtual reality things. I mean, if you just search Google or IMDb. Um, there's a show, uh, sorry, show, uh, a movie with uh, Gerard, Gerard Butler uh, called Gamer. Not that great. I've seen it. Um, there's a movie on Netflix called Other Life. It's a, a fairly low budget thing that I didn't really know that much about. Looks like something about, and, and I just kind of skimmed over this, but something about looks like a 
maybe a husband and a wife and the man's in like a coma and somehow they can connect in a, some kind of virtual world. But I don't know if that's it at all. <laughs> I really don't know. Well, there's this anime series that I've been watching uh, on on Netflix, although I have I've, it's been quite a quite a few weeks since I've watched a new, another episode of it. There's a lot on there and I kind of slide it in when I can. Anyway, it's anime. It's called Sword Art Online. Um, that's kind of like basically people get pulled into a, um, uh, a virtual MMO type of world uh, is the premise. And, and it's kind of mostly about just their adventures and gaming, you know, gaming in the world. And they're kind of sort of trapped. But check that out. You know, if, you, if this is of interest to you, you might, uh, you might enjoy giving that a look and check, check out that, um, that thing. There's there's a, a movie called Call Up. There's a Denzel Washington movie called Virtual Virtuosity. Uh, there there's there's a lot of movies like this idea. Um, there's just there and, and sometimes it slips into movies to a to degree. Um, those Spy Kids movies. Uh, there's one called Spy Kids Game Over. Uh, that's another one. There's the Lawnmower Man movies. But there's even a second one of those. I guess there was. I don't remember. I remember nothing about that movie, the second one. I watched the first one. I thought the first one was Lawnmower, first Lawnmower Man. And that's based on a Stephen King book or story. Um, so, yeah. There's something called Existence. E-X-I-S-T-E-N-Z. It's an older movie. Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. Uh, and... Uh, I couldn't even begin to explain that one, but if again, I'm just throwing out names at this stage. Uh, and if this again, if this topic interests you at all, it you check it out when you get a chance. Um, there's something called the signal. There's something called virtual uh, revolution. Uh, call up. I think I already mentioned something called Who Am I. Uh, there's just tons of these and, and a lot of uh, there's a lot of anime related things like ghost in the shell uh that that have have pieces of this you know so there's they're just yeah just a lot just a lot and it, it could go on i could go on and on but our, the last two that i really want to cover and talk about are, are two kind of favorites of mine that um one's pretty recent and the one's a little from a couple of years ago um the ready player one is, is the next one I really want to go over, and I'll, I'll play a trailer here in a few minutes about this one. But I love the books. Ready, there's Ready Player One, Ready Player Two, uh, and they just did one movie. Steven Spielberg was involved. He didn't direct, right? Uh, but I, I really love that. It, it's one of these situations where the world isn't in a great place. So what most people do is they escape into this... Um, alternate you know virtual world and they call it the oasis in this instead of like you know they have a name for it like the matrix this is called the oasis and uh wade watts is the main character uh and the first movie is basically set up there's this mega corporation that that runs the oasis and and the creator uh has has it's it's got a very willy wonka vibe and i love willy wonka so this eccentric creator has sort of created a contest within this, uh, within the oasis, within this virtual world, and basically what the contest will determine: whoever wins the contest uh, will basically <laughs> take control of of his company, this mega mega company that runs the oasis. So uh, 
there's a uh, bad guys, good guys, but there's a lot of, this is a very, very current idea here where you're creating a persona. They have these VR kind of suits that you can wear to sort of like, you can kind of feel what's going on in the world. You're not really technically in it. You're, you're still in the real world where your, your body can, bad things can happen to it. If, if, you know, while you're in the VR world, your body's basically like, you know, you're at the mercy of kind of what, you know, somebody, somebody could do something while you're just sitting there in your VR chair or your setup, your rig, whatever they call it. But I really love these movies. I, I think there's a, they're very, or this movie or the books, I should say, um, second one book maybe wasn't quite as much fun as the first, but that's always a tricky thing to pull off. But I hope they do another one. I don't. I haven't heard that much about it, but um, let me play uh, one of the trailers. And I know I've ta- I think I've talked about this show of, or show this book, this movie for for a few times. But I, it really struck a chord with me. I love the movie. I love the book, the first one especially. And uh, yeah, Ready Player One. Um, here is the trailer for it. My name's Wade Watts. My dad picked that name because it sounded like a superhero's alter ego like Peter Parker or Bruce Banner. But he died when I was a kid, my mom too. And I ended up here. Sitting here in my tiny corner of nowhere. There's nowhere left to go. Nowhere. Except the Oasis. A whole virtual universe. People come to the Oasis for all the things they can do. But they stay because of all the things they can be. Can you feel this? Um, yeah. It's the only place that feels like I mean anything. The Oasis was the brainchild of James Halliday. Hello, if you're watching this, I'm dead. I created a hidden object, an Easter egg. The first person to find the egg will inherit half a trillion dollars and total control of the Oasis itself. Who is this Parzival? And how the hell is he winning? Find him. This isn't just a game. I'm talking about actual life and death stuff. The Oasis, the world's most important economic resource. It's nothing less than a war. We're in control of the future. Welcome to the rebellion, Wade. I only came here to escape. But I found something much bigger than just myself. Are you willing to fight? Help us save the Oasis. Yeah, so there you go with uh, Ready Player One. A lot of great music, of course, in that movie. Just It's just a lot of fun, uh, a lot of charm. A lot of nostalgia for for a lot of us, I think, with the game characters that you see. You know, all these different franchises. When um, I always wonder when when uh, 
what's the guy's name? Klein, right? Ernst Klein or something like that. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Author of this. But there's so many references to nostalgic properties that he uses in, in the books. I always wonder when you do a book, uh, do I mean, can you just do that? Like, can I talk about like Star Trek, Star Wars characters, uh, properties, you know, like like Back to the Future? There's a lot of um, a lot of references to some uh, very popular movies in the in these and, and just franchises, just tons of stuff in the book. And they include most of that in, in the movie. But it's like, do, do, how, how do you <laughs> I just can imagine all the contracts in legal. I mean, like, all right, we're going to we, we want to use your Pac-Man character in our movie. Oh, that'll be a billion dollars or whatever. Like I kind of compare it to uh, some older TV shows. One that pops in my mind always when I say talk about this is is Quantum Leap. Uh, they have a hard time releasing those on, on DVD and Blu-ray and things later because of all the music and music rights involved that they used some music back then and and. And I and I'm like, well, if you can if you can do movies and books like this, why why can't you handle doing that? I don't I don't know. But anyway, none of that really matters that much. Great movie. They're supposedly working on or going to try to do another one based on probably the second book. But of course, you know how that goes. There's not no real details. That none of these uh, most of the ones that I've talked about here, no, nobody has had an official like, hey, we're doing it. It's greenlit. We've got a script. We've got a date. Um, for, for all the ones that have gone through, like the next Jumanji, you know, this for Ready Player Two, none of these things have uh, like another Tron movie. None of them have anything solid, really. But a lot of rumors, a lot of talk, a lot of them, uh, uh, all the, these big ones that I've been talking about have done really, really well, made a lot of money. So that is usually the biggest driver, right, of why this happens. All right, let's wrap up with one more that's just a pretty recent one, but I, I got to big kick out of this movie it came at a time where i hadn't gone to the movies a lot i forget this wasn't like my first movie back during you know post pandemic time but it was one of the first or second ones um that i saw in the theaters finally Uh, i'm talking about free guy with ryan reynolds probably not the first or the second maybe the third or the fourth but i don't know point is it's a really feel good fun movie and and i and i really enjoyed it uh, Ryan Reynolds just, yeah. oh, by the way, I have to correct one thing I said earlier. I think I said Ready Player One, the movie wasn't directed. It was directed by Steven Spielberg. I don't know why I thought it wasn't or something. I know he produced it, but he de- he directed it too. So there, uh, and it has that kind of Spielberg feel, uh, I think. So, all right. And Spielberg's in the news a lot now. He's got the new West Side Story movie, right? So, uh, all right, so this last one, Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds, just came out this year. Uh, I think it's a. Is it available on DVD and Blu-ray yet? I think so. Uh, it's definitely been around for a while now, so it probably is. But, um, yeah, check this out. If you didn't catch it, if you, you couldn't get to the theater when it was out, it's it's very much worth watching. Uh, this is I, – I, I like the twist here because I don't think they've really done this. And, and you, you can tell that from the trailer. This isn't really a spoiler, but the twist is here – the, the character of Ryan Reynolds is, is just a virtual world character that, that sort of becomes like sentient, sort of, you could call it, um, using a Trek term that gets thrown around a lot, but it, it's um, not really a Trek term, truthfully. But anyway, he becomes sort of self-aware. 
And uh, th- again, most of these other ones have all been like regular folks from the real world, call it, uh, being pulled into whether virtually or really being pulled in, like in Jumanji and, and Tron. Um, the th- This is actually some video game character kind of coming to life, let's put it that way. So anyway, here is a trailer to Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds, and then I'll come back and we'll wrap up the show. Good morning, Goldie. My name is Guy, and I live in Free City. I have everything I need. Except one thing. Hey! Excuse me! Hey! Hey, bud. You ever think that there's gotta be more? More than what? The stuff we do day after day. Literally not once. Today's gonna be different, Goldie. What are we looking at? We ran into each other the other day. How did you find me? I waited outside by the murder train. Guy, I have to tell you something. There is no easy way to say this. This world, it's a video game. I really want to kiss you. Is that weird? Listen to me. You're not real. Wait, you let who kiss you? Guy. There's not a button for that. Oh, he found the button. Buddy, if we're not real, doesn't that mean that nothing you do matters? I am sitting here with my best friend trying to help him get through a tough time. Now, if that's not real, I don't know what is. Millie, I know this world is just a game, but this place, these people, that's all I have. Thanks, guy. Who is this guy? This character in the video game Free City has been turning heads by being the good guy. Who is Blue Shirt Guy? You're absolutely right. Who is he or she indeed? This loser is ruining the game, man! I don't care if he's Arnold freaking Schwarzenbader. Terminate him. We're doing great! Guy, in two days, the game is gonna shut down. You, this whole city, they'll be gone. What if we can save it? Was that cool? It felt really cool. We can change our world, but we have to fight together. I don't even know what's happening right now, but I love it! This is the first time I've ever driven a car before. I really wish you'd mention that. Yeah. Yeah. We love you, Booster Guy! Thank you! Watch out for the... They seem nice. All right, there you go, free guy. Yeah, if, if you haven't seen that, check it out. It's 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 a lot of fun. I again, I I, I just I like this subject. I, I could talk about this probably all day. These these are the highlights for sure. And in, in terms of movies, there's others out there, of course. Those Space Jam movies are kind of like a virtual world too. Uh, yeah, so give you know check some of these out over the holidays if you get a chance. If you haven't seen them all. Or maybe revisit some of them. Uh, pretty much everything I talked about on this show, I want to go watch again. I, I, I just really love this topic. I like these kinds of movies. It's my tech side, my geek side, my I, the just the idea of of the um, the imagination of being able to create like whatever you'd kind of want around you, uh, and and make you know a lot of people will 
I talked about it a little bit earlier. A lot of people will want to like, you know, oh, I don't like this about me. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too heavy. I'm too thin. You know, I want, I want to play something that's not who I am. And, and this, these are things, these are, um, ways to do that. Although when you think about it for the most part, most of these, the characters kind of pretty much operate like themselves. Even even in Jumanji, where they don't look like themselves, they still kind of the characters still stay true to the way they are. But all right, I'm getting out of here. A uh, couple of things related to the podcast specifically. So next week, uh, Mark will be here with a guest cast. In two weeks, we'll uh, I think yeah, my plan is to put out the. I think what I'm going to try hard to do is I'm going to try to put out the Christmas show just before Christmas. Um, I think. I don't know yet exactly. I, I, I Or put it out on Christmas Day, maybe have it ready to go and then release it. I haven't quite decided, but um, yeah, send me a video if you want uh, and all that. But all right, to wrap up the show, I am going to play for you, again, this I talked about earlier, uh, this movie called uh, Love Hard, uh, which you'll know, you'll understand that title once you see the movie with Nina Dobrev and uh, Jimmy Yang anyway. Is it Jimmy or Johnny? Oh, I'm so sorry. I should look that up really quick. Hang on one second. Clicky, clicky. Yes, yes. It is um, It is uh, Nina and Jimmy O. Yang is his name. Yes. All right. So Love Hard, they, uh, you guys all know, everybody knows the holiday song that's gotten in the last few years a little bit of negative uh, talk, um, baby, it's cold outside. I think that's the official name of the of the song, but everybody knows that song, right? And it's it's about a guy, you know, who's like saying, "Hey, don't leave, don't leave," you know, to this girl, and and people, you know, yeah, the lyrics are maybe implying some things that aren't the greatest, but uh, the point is, this movie, it's really charming, like I said. Uh, but there's a scene in the movie, yeah, about middle of the movie or so, where they go out caroling. And the, the two main characters are, are sort of encouraged to sing this song, but the Nina Dobrev character doesn't really like it. She doesn't like the lyrics. So Jimmy Yang's character, uh, he says, it's, it's okay, I'll, I'll change the lyrics and make it more appropriate. Anyway, it's very charming. Uh, I like it, so it's, and it's very holiday-ish, so I thought I would play it at the end of the show here today. Uh, but yeah, check out this, uh, this movie. Uh, I know Kenny has been putting up a lot of, uh, he's been watching a lot of holiday movies. There's a ton of them. <laughs> There's a ton of them. A lot, you know, so many of these Hallmark uh, holiday movies that are that seem somewhat interchangeable. But anyway, here is, um, here is Jimmy and Nina singing this song in this movie, Love Hard. Uh, a little different version of Baby It's Cold Outside. I'll be back in a couple of weeks for my Christmas vidcast. Everyone take care. Stay safe. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. No, I, I do know them. I just don't want She knows them. the lyrics. We're good. Josh, I... <laughs> Look, this is what I'm going to do, okay? No. You just do your part. I'm going to change my lyrics so the song doesn't sound so, uh, <laughs> rapey. Fine, let's just get this over with. Dad! Oh, okay. Hit it. I really can't stay. No problem, there's the door. I've got to go away. I hear you say no more. This evening has been totally consensual. So very nice. I hope you get home safe.
tonight. My mother will start to worry. Here's my phone, give her a call. My father will be pacing the floor. Adios, say no more. So really, I'd better scurry. I've been saying that for a while. Well, maybe just a half a drink more. Slow down, that's quite a pour. The neighbors might think it's just my old friend Troy. Say. What's in this drink? It's just lemon LaCroix. <laughs> I wish I knew how to take a hint to break the spell. Do you know how to spell farewell? I'll to say no, no, I'll no. I'll call you when Uber they're closed. At least I'm gonna say that I tried. I feel like you're not trying at I all. I really can't stay. Well, maybe just go out. Cause baby, maybe just go outside. <laughs> this has been a Rick Dusty podcast production.